Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Tech Cat Show. This week, we have yet another fabulous guest. I just, it's, it astounds me how many fabulous people there are on this show on a weekly basis. Um, and I do have a little bit of um, the spilkas that I've been having <laughs> with my bronchitis, but I am determined to, to end the, the bronchitis uh, problem once and for all. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we have the fabulous Gina Beyond Kini, and she is the founder and CEO of Mighty Networks, which is a really interesting business social network, but it's much more than a social network as, as we understand it. Um, and such an interesting background um, coming from founding Ning, which if any of you ever years ago put together a network for your business or for any sort of hobby or social group, you used Ning. And it was a really wonderful um, pioneering global platform for creating um, niche social networks. Um, and so a lot of what uh, Gina is doing with Mighty Networks, I'm sure, is, is on the back of that that wisdom. And then also really exciting connection to Sheryl uh, Sandberg and LeanIn.org. So we'll We'll talk about that in a moment. But first, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a Tech Cat welcome for Gina Bianchini. Thank you. The studio, nice. studio audience goes wild. So, Gina, I love having you. Uh, love having you here, and we have such so many mutual friends who have sung your praises. So, it, it's a real pleasure to get to to talk to you. So, give us a sense of your background because it's so interesting. And I was a Ning user and really appreciated it. So, I'd love to hear how you how you grew in this space. Yeah, you know, that's such an open-ended question. But um, I am originally from Cupertino, California. So, I grew up in the shadows of, um, of Apple computer and Silicon Valley and, and all sorts of interesting tech companies and always had a real passion for, uh, organizations, communities, um, how people organize and create change fundamentally is, is, is what my interest and my passion has always been. Um, Hey, I'm getting an echo, Lori, in a way that is making it very difficult to focus. Oh, okay. We will we, we will address that um, momentarily. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we'll have our guy so look at it without sort of having to hear myself or my own voice. <laughs> yeah, you were do, you, you were doing great. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing great. We will we'll fix it on the break. Um, but but uh, love hearing uh, again your background. And so, how did yeah. you end? How did you end up um, focused on Ning? What did I, yeah, so basically I was really fortunate to kind of just be in the right place at the right time with the right people. Um, and I think so many opportunities really happen that way. But, but specifically at the very beginning of, of social technologies and social networks, um, it just, I had been working in technology first as, an, as a, in finance and then in, um, in advertising and advertising technology. And I was able to really see the potential of social technologies because I had been obsessed with how people organize, with how people create change. So it just made sense to me. And it really made sense to me that um, we would see static websites replaced with social networks and just networks in general. So, um so Ning, Ning grew out of that 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 uh, phenomena because there was a point in time where Facebook and social networks were just happening and everybody wanted to sort of white label some sort of way to do the same thing but within their world, you know, when, when we didn't really understand where Facebook was going or what it was going to be. Um, and so Ning, Ning became that. And, um, and, and I can see where... Mighty Networks has grown out of that. So we'll, we'll jump to Mighty Networks in a moment. But can you talk a little bit about what you've done with Sheryl Sandberg? And um, Lean In, everyone, of course, has heard of. Um, it seems like there's an organization around this that, that you were um, helped found. So can you tell us about that? Um, yeah. Let me um, maybe come back a little bit to yes. first and, and, and foremost. So certainly with Ning, what we actually, we never looked at it as let's white label social networks. 
What we really saw it as was how do we empower and enable creators, entrepreneurs, to create their own social networks or their own network effects, brands, and business, meaning that the brand or the business gets more powerful and more useful to everybody who's a member, the more people who use it. And so from our perspective, when you start to think about all of the interesting ways that people want to connect, that is really, I I would actually argue 10, 13 years into social networking, we're just at the beginning of what all of the new experiences can be from here. And that's one of the reasons why we're so passionate about what we're doing at Mighty Networks and enabling entrepreneurs and creators to replace websites and blogs with their own network effects brand. Oh, so that that's a great lead in. So let, let's we'll come back to Cheryl Sandberg later. But tell tell us great. more yeah. about how Mighty Networks works then. You know, what's the concept behind yeah. it? Yeah, so the fundamental concept is instead of having a static website, you as someone who has perhaps a coaching business or who has a a fan-based or who wants to bring your customers together, that you can actually, instead of having a website or a blog, you can build your own network effects brand, meaning that people show up, they can, you know, see all the great stuff that you offer, just like you would do on a website. But instead of being limited by just that website and the static articles that they would read or things that you would have on it, they're also able to meet the other customers or the other fans or the um, other people who share that same condition if you have type 1 diabetes or you might be navigating um, breast cancer. Uh, And in creating a network, you are able to learn faster, create more value for the people who are important to you um, and who you serve and create opportunities for inspiration and connection that is much harder to do when it's whizzing by you, you know, next to all sorts of random other things in social media. It doesn't mean that social media doesn't have a really important place to play in people's lives, but fundamentally, as you are building a brand or a business, um, people are desperate for connections that are meaningful and relevant And we do that, Mighty Networks does that for brands and creators and entrepreneurs um, when they have a really specific interest or corner of the world that they're, they're looking to establish. And I love that you, um, how you um, differentiate, um, you know, how someone approaches the platform from creator, which is a, a free model to builder and business. So you've, you've already figured out a great way to, to monetize this and, uh, and to give um, people, you know, a comprehensive way to jump in. Well, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the old adage, if something's free, you're the product. Right. And oh, I think, okay. You know, when you start to think about just the level of data and, and contributions that we are all making that benefit someone else much more than it benefits us, I just don't think that's right. So instead, what we actually have built, again, is a, it's a software as a service that is designed to be a replacement or complement to your website or blog that is a place where you can monetize, that you can generate um, revenue and new insights in ways that are concentrated and focused and valuable um, in new, refreshing, and awesome ways. And, and, and so, <coughs> sorry, you guys, ju- yeah. just la- you, you guys just launched or launched a few months ago? Yeah, in, in April. And, and it's been um, crazy, right? Like really ex- exploding? Yeah, yeah, it's been wonderful. Excuse me, I was I was coughing because um, yep. I took I took a look um, at you know some of the content online and I I, I love it um, just because of how deep it goes on the on the different areas um, that you're turned on by um, you know which is so smart um, especially because right now Facebook just feels 
so overwhelming in general. And so to be able to yeah. go down the funnel um, yeah. right now has has actually gotten harder and, and for some strange yeah. reason. So so I love what you're doing. All right, we're going to take a break and we'll, we'll solve for the technology issues during our Yay. break and we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> with Gina um, Bianchini, who is the CEO and founder of Mighty Networks, which is a really exciting new business niche uh, network, and um, get into some trends that are that are really driving why Mighty Networks is exploding right now. So we'll be back in a moment with Gina, better connection and deeper information on what's happening in the world of of social networks. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Tech Cat Show. And as always is funny, on a show about technology trends, we were having technology issues, but it has been all cleared up. And we are talking to Gina Bianchini, who is the founder and CEO of Mighty Networks, which is a, a, a global platform for really creating niche social networks and so much more, too. So one of the things I was going to ask Gina is, what are the some of the trends happening out there that are really sort of creating this perfect storm for you and this business? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a great question. Um, and it's especially a great question because, you know, when, when people think about social media, they think about it as one big, massive, monolithic, you know, use of their time. And they also think about the fact like, like I cannot deal with like another service I have to check every day. I mean, if you think about it on some level, social media has become a like a chore more than it's become fun. And 
I think that fundamentally that is because we have only hit the first generation of the kinds of social or the kinds of relationships. It's, you know, take social off the table because I think that really just starts to um, bias people in terms of how they think about what, what is this, what is possible with this new technology, connected technology. And fundamentally, I believe that the next chip, like the next chapter, the next wave is really going to be around how do we surface and meet people naturally and normally who share our same mission or share our same interests or share our same conditions and to do so in a way that just doesn't require the work that it needs to, uh, you know, require today. And I think that you know, all of the major social platforms today are built on people you already know, as opposed to people who share the same interest or the same passion or the same goals or the same conditions. And I think that we're at a really interesting moment where people are saying, is this it? You know, is all is, is the promise of, uh, we were promised, you know, a supercomputer in our pocket, we were promised deeper, richer, more meaningful connections. And on some level, what we got was a casino. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, we got we got basically a feed that sometimes it just doesn't feel very good that we're 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 using. But at the same point in time, you know, we're also kind of addicted to it. Um, and I believe fundamentally that the right and, and the ultimate beautiful part of social technologies, and I really think this is why, you know, for example, we talk about, don't think about it as a replacement, what we're doing is a replacement for Facebook. It's actually making websites and blogs and other things that you as a creator or an entrepreneur would control and invest in better and more compelling because part of the reason why people have the objection to anything new of, well, no one's going to want to leave Facebook because everybody's on Facebook and, you know, that's where they're already going. My response to that is, you know, sure, everyone's going there because websites and blogs are like bringing a knife to a gunfight. You're going to lose. <laughs> but if you actually bring a gun to a gunfight and create thriving, interesting experiences where your customers can meet each other based on things that they have in common and that you're able to tease out and bring together people who are sharing their stories in ways that are fun and beautiful and interesting and you get something out of it, that's bringing a gun to a gunfight. And now this is location-based, right? So that... It's um, one piece of what we, we of what we do. Because um, just, just like a personal note, you know, so recently became single and a friend of mine said, well, you should start doing meetups, you know, meetups around topics you like. And then I thought, well, there's already like a hundred dating apps. Isn't that what they're kind of doing? So do you see this turning into something like that or what's going to make it a more effective business tool? Well, so, you know, there's a number of different ways that it becomes a much more effective business tool. And I think, you know, our our customers and our hosts today from Hairbrained, which is the largest network of craft hairdressers to Beyond Type One, which is a a not-for-profit, but has really created a lifestyle brand that is bringing together people navigating living with type 1 diabetes, or the World Future Society, which is a 50-year-old organization that has reinvented itself in large part by making connections between its members in a private, mighty network. In all of these cases, the hosts or the businesses that are at the at the core of of creating these and 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 driving these forward Terra Gentile is another great example of this they are by bringing their customers together they are able to not only create more value for each and every one of those customers as they're making connections and building relationships with each other as they share their stories their experiences with each other um such that everybody gets better as 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 a result of being in the network, but Terra or uh, or Hairbrained or Beyond Type One, they're also watching all of it. We see this actually at, at Mighty Networks with the networks we run, and as you actually are watching and observing and listening to your customers and and clients that are all in one place, or even prospects, customers and clients who are all in one place, 
you're getting better, faster, much more effectively um, and cost effectively um, because you're not actually having to pay to boost a post um, or, or any of that type of thing. It, ju- so, it, just, it just is. It just is. And so, for example, you know, we, you, you know, we've, we've revamped our product roadmap based on watching what our customers are talking to each other about. Um, and I know that we've seen many, many cases where new business opportunities are presented to brands that are using a mighty network for their business for their customers, for their market, um, in ways they could have never imagined. For example, in the case of of, of Hairbrained, because they could actually put together um, a a critical mass of professional hairstylists to help participate in surveys and research that a, a brand, a beauty brand, was doing, they actually were able to make and, and develop a new revenue stream um, that would never have been possible had they not put network effects, uh, again, a network that becomes more valuable uh, to every member and more useful to every member, the more members who join, that ability to um, bring people together has unlocked so much more value for every one of our networks that that um, have launched and grown and thrived and engaged. And What's beautiful is they've been able to do it with so much less work than, you know, trying to sort of yell out into, uh, you know, the, 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 the stadium effect of someone's Facebook feed. Well, I, I love I love how you're um, you're setting this up um, and the, the role that it can play just because of, of uh, what's been happening in our country with the political situation and how everyone has been talking about how we live in our own bubble. Is there any pushback about the fact that this is actually a, a, a on purpose created bubble or is it because you're creating a bubble on purpose that it's not a bad thing? It's great. It's a, it's a great question and a great point. So one, human beings fundamentally are not designed to live in large stadiums. <laughs> that That is for sure, especially when those hot dogs aren't good. <laughs> right. We are designed to live in tribes. And fundamentally, I think that the issue of Facebook isn't that you're just hearing, you know, one side and one point of view. It's that you don't ever have the ability to go deeper. You are, you are being, you are not actually choosing what you are seeing in your feed that is being determined by an algorithm. And that a view on Facebook is 1.7 seconds. And so it is the combination uh, on these platforms and, and on Facebook of headlines whizzing by you and an emotional roller coaster of, of not actually letting you ever go deep and thoughtful and meaningful on something, but instead trying to keep up with lots of very diverse things that is the problem, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And and so to me, that's what's creating, um, you know, we, we're getting so much input that there isn't that time to be able to sort of think about it, process it, meet new and interesting people that are, um, that are fully developed. Uh, and that's also one of the reasons why, um, you know, there's such vulnerability to fake news and to, you know, voices that aren't necessarily right. accurate. And what, what is what is the truth? So if we had leveraged your approach, we wouldn't have probably had the, uh, we wouldn't be in the situation we are right now. <laughs> right. Well, and, and Maybe. part of that, um, no, fundamentally, yes. So, and, and the reason for that is if you have lots of different smaller networks, one, it's, again, it's a series of dinner parties or a series of small cocktail parties as opposed to living and breathing in one big, you know, Taylor Swift con- like concert or something. Yeah. And, and so fundamentally, you can't game that system as easily as you can game a centralized system. So because it, it, of that fundamental aspect, it's a much more resilient approach. 
And then it also allows people to be fully themselves. You know, when it, this, this notion that we're going to compartmentalize, you know, into one or that we're one person all the time in one feed versus the fact that, you know, a rich life is partially our passions and our interests outside of work, the way we express our mission and our goals inside our work, um, and being able to try on different hats and be different people in different environments is one of the things that makes us uniquely human. Um, God, and God, I, I, love, I love everything you're saying. I'm, I'm only interrupting you because... Um, no, we have, to, go we, to have to, we have to take a break, but um, I really love what you're saying, and there's great science to what you're talking about in, in the terms of how we form tribes and, and all the different things. And I have always thought that I was multiple people as well. <laughs> all right, we're going to be back in a moment with Gino Bianchini, who is the founder and CEO of Mighty Networks. And uh, this is um, business mode, Lori, tech cat, Lori, not mom, Lori, or lazy, Lori. <laughs> and we'll be back in a moment. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We have been talking to Gina Bianchini, who is the founder and CEO of Mighty Networks, really getting into some of the science and behavioral patterns around how we create niche social networks and it's so important because obviously that defined our election this year and we're all trying to figure out how to protect the truth now inside of these worlds but what Gina has done is created a really um, safe niche a properly defined um, uh, social network and you've been featured on Fast Company, Wired, Bloomberg and the New York Times so obviously you know the press and the, the technology world are responding to this huh? So far, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we've been fortunate. Exactly, we've been fortunate in that regard. And and how does so? If I'm on someone's website or I'm on Facebook or whatever, how would I get to a mighty network? Like, what's your consumer path to it? Because I remember back in the day when we would, uh, when I ran this lab, we would always like, you know, tell clients about new platforms, and they would always say, "Well, wait, I have to spend money." to get people to find out about this new tech thing that you want me to use. So how are you sort of driving audience there? Yeah, so it's not our job. Um, the other thing, so so one of the things that we believe fundamentally is that we are a, repl- we are a software as a service platform for replacing websites and or blogs. We are not designing Mighty Networks to be a centralized service that is a quote-unquote another social network for people to have to go and check and make sure that they have a profile on it. We're not, we're not social media in that way. What we are designing and what we are building is an empowerment engine for entrepreneurs and creators who already have fans and followers to add gasoline to what they're already doing. And the reason we take this approach is because we want to be absolutely obsessed with how we make entrepreneurs and creators successful, not that the members of those networks or their customers are ours, our users. 
And so that's super important to us. And it's it's also a model that allows us to um, to bootstrap and kickstart growth that you know we're now seeing because we want to be known not as another social media platform that you have to have a profile on, but as a engine that empowers and unlocks a new and much more savvy and effective breed of entrepreneurs and creators in in ensuring that they can, as I was saying earlier, bring a gun to a gunfight. And in the in the sort of war for people's attention, provide their customers and their most important and precious um, people that they serve and that they want to bring together that they are able to unlock new and delightful experiences, social experiences, network effects. So again, it, the network becomes more valuable and more useful to every member with every new member who joins in such a way that there's never, ever, ever a question who we serve. And that is the entrepreneur. That is the creator. I love also when you navigate the the app which is so lovely designed it's really easy to understand there's a little filtering going on before you can join a network and that's sort of the way that you identify whether somebody is real yeah well it's not even for us we empower hosts those are that's what we call our customers um, we empower the host to say, hey, do you want to make this public? Do you want to make this private? Do you want to ask questions of people before they join your network? We're not an advertising business. And what that means is that we're not trying to suck up all of your time in the entire world. What we are looking to do is to allow and enable entrepreneurs and creators to build new and awesome experiences and relationships and connections between their customers and the people who are most important to them so that um, they now have something that is more meaningful and more valuable and more relevant to them in their daily lives. Now that, that makes so much sense because then now it's if you build it, they will come, um, which is so different from back in the day when there were all these ad tech companies who were just saying, oh, people are coming, and they really weren't. <laughs> you know, so that that's fascinating. Yeah. Now, I mentioned earlier um, in the episode that you um, you have a relationship with Sheryl Sandberg and the leanin.org, that you were part of creating that, um, and I guess that's an organization dedicated to a lot of the thinking that was in the book. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so leanin.org is a organization that is dedicated to enabling women to lean into their ambitions. Um, however they define it, it's so fascinating to me um, that that so much gets um, it gets assumed or injected into the message of lean in when fundamentally it's about how does how do each one of us, given the gender dynamics in the world and certainly high status and low status, people, um, how do we create the support, the education, and the ongoing community to allow everybody to reach for the goals and success the way they define it? Um, And so how it kind of came to be was um, uh, Cheryl is a friend of mine. She was telling me, you know, again, I think it was like six months before the book came out that she um, had written a book and it just became really obvious to me, especially with a number of things I was involved in at Stanford with uh, the Clayman Institute for Gender, Gender Research and Gender Studies, that there was a tremendous opportunity to bring women together and bring women and men together in small groups, circles as we, as we call them, to be able to take all of the social science research that has just exploded in the last 15 years related to things that work incredibly well for women in the workplace and also just in life in general around um, negotiation and presence and um, and career navigation uh, and to allow for that education to be uh, infused into conversations in groups of, you know, eight to 12 people um, that are self-organizing. And so it was taking, you know, the, the 
concepts that have been extremely successful and whether it's weight loss or navigating addiction or um, uh, small group CEO forums and translating that into how can you bring a group of people together to process you know, anything that's happening to kind of us throughout our careers, it's in those smaller moments where we are, are punching above our weight or going to the next level or getting stopped. Um, and so that's the goal today. I think there's lean-in circles in some crazy number of companies, excuse me, companies and countries. And I think it's, it's been a, a very successful experiment in the power of taking a concept and building a community around that that interest, that goal, that purpose. I, I, I can see now the sort of trend in your professional life um, in terms of bringing this tribalism and niche uh, niche networks into a lot of the, the work that you're doing. And it's so interesting. Where, where do you get fed yourself for understanding the trends and the business that's happening and all the different things that are bubbling up in Silicon Valley. Is there? Do you, do you have certain newsletters, or are there influencers that you're following? Yeah, it's a really good question. I I actually, um, you know, it's it's funny. Fundamentally, I think trying to keep up on any given day is not particularly effective. Um, and there's so much great content that certainly is being produced and people are writing their stories and essays and experiences, which are all wonderful. My number one tool in my toolbox for getting smarter, but also driving my own creativity and creative thinking, which is actually pretty important in my job, is reading and reading books specifically. And so I think it is actually much more important to be able to go deep on a topic and to have the time to reflect on that one deeper project and topic than it is to try to stay up to date uh, on any given day by scanning newsletters and reading emails. Um, I, I don't think that that's nearly as effective. That being said, my favorite morning read is a newsletter called uh, Strategery by a guy named um, uh, Ben Thompson. And he always has just sort of a nugget in strategery that is that, that helps keep me smart about where the industry is and where it's going. Um, and I find just being able to go deep on something that's thoughtful every morning builds upon itself much more than trying to stay up to date with, you know, seven sources in one day. So yeah, books, so books over feeds. <laughs> well, I, what I love about, again, everything that you talk about is coming from this understanding of how connections are made and how things connect and expand out. And that's sort of the base for, of everything you talk about, which, which is really, you know, it's really fascinating. Um, do, you, do you see that everyone should be sort of picking one or two things to follow or, or can everyone curate effectively independently because I sometimes get overwhelmed with the amount of things to read. Yeah, I think we all do. Um, you know, and I believe that, you know, I was, I was, uh, I participated in a conversation last night that I thought was really interesting. And, um, and it actually, it's a great book. Um, it's called Hiding in the Bathroom, and it's by a woman named Maura Ahrens Mille. Um, and she talks a lot about finding your niche and really being able to be extremely effective because you are known for one thing. And obviously, nobody wants to be put into a box, but I think at least professionally, the more specific and specialized your your lane is and the more that you can choose something to be an expert in I believe passionately one it's easier it's more fun especially if you pick an area of expertise you're actually like really curious and kind of almost borderline obsessed with um, and <laughs> I have those I definitely have those yeah all of us do and and that where the real magic comes from is in this opportunity to 
you know, as, as um, you know, someone said it, pick a lane. Um, it allows you to be better and, and more confident in what you're bringing to the table in a way that if you're constantly trying to keep up with so many different things at any one given time and you're evaluating your success on whether or not you, you know, skimmed 85 headlines throughout the day and the, in the off chance you miss something, you know, one, everybody wants somebody, one, people want you to be good at one thing. Um, right, they want to. They want a, a way to be able to think about you, and then yeah, and then even even help you. All right, well, we have to take one more break before our last segment. But um, Gina Bianchini, who is the CEO and founder of Mighty Networks, has been dropping insights and really good points about how to move through this world um, and how to engage um, in networks and in tribes um, that that you're interested in. And being able to to self-identify that way. I mean, I've had so many colleagues say to me, you do too many things. What's the thing I can talk about with mm-hmm. you? You know, um, and, and the more specific I get, you're right, the more business opportunities there are. All right, we're going to be back in a moment with Gina, getting more insights. Um, smart people just eat up this hour. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we're back. We're talking to Gina Bianchini, who is the founder and CEO of Mighty Networks, really digging into her new business, Mighty Networks, which is a a global platform for um, well, creating social networks, but I don't want to say it's um, it's just that because it's it's so much more, more than that. But um, I was asking you, do do you um, did you study uh, science? Because to me, the way you're talking about things, it's really h- how an organism sprouts. You know, the nodes of like life forming almost. Um, it just sounds like you have this really deep academic background. Is that true? Well, I. Uh, I did study science. I studied political science. Um, I actually think liberal arts degrees get a really bad rap, unnecessarily so. And in my experience, you know, again, my my obsession has always been how do human beings organize into systems that then actually create transformation and change. So that's the thing I have looked at everything through that lens. And in doing so, you know, as as the technology caught up, um, it became very obvious and natural that this is actually the way things would evolve and the systems would be developed. So, um, so yeah, I I do have a background in science, and I do find this stuff to be 
um, pretty natural and obvious because of something that I've been, you know, obsessively reading, you know, reading in the library over over recess and lunch since I was in elementary school. Um, where where are you going to be taking Mighty Networks next? Because uh, you you know you have such a a profound sense of of how networks work. So have you already forecast how it's going to grow and evolve? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I think the most important thing that we're doing with Mighty Networks is we are looking to do everything in an unexpected and new and interesting way in terms of driving new social experiences, driving new networks. So the first you know the first thing is that we are not a social network ourselves. We are a software as a service, just like you go to Squarespace and buy a website or just like you go to Shopify and instead of a store, you actually get your own network. Um, that you can use to replace your website or that you can use to complement your website and that in doing that, you are bringing together your, uh, your customers or your fans or your following to be able to build relationships with each other. And in doing that, and this is the most important thing, you know, as we serve um, amazing entrepreneurs, amazing creators, amazing creative people who are bringing together folks in new and interesting ways, fundamentally, we are helping them create new businesses. So, for example, in a mighty network, um, you can run your own member subscriptions. You can actually turn on for free uh, the ability to charge members to join your network. So again, it's it's like putting a, a you know a, a paywall on your website, and you can actually behind that paywall create exclusive content or behind the scenes experiences or give rewards to people that are supporting you or who want to be a part of what you are creating. And so we'll continue to find new and awesome ways, whether that of, of helping you as an entrepreneur or you as a creator make money from building a network effects website or a, you know, community, a membership community, or, you know, be able to run beautiful sponsorships or turn on a job board or sell event tickets and so we're really focused not on being, again, another platform that somebody has to go check um, when they don't want to, but rather as a revenue-producing branded experience and branded website um, and mobile apps, for that matter, uh, experience for and, and, and really powerful platform for creators and for entrepreneurs. Those are the people we wake up and care about every day. And so it, that, that, from our perspective, is if you're using MailChimp and if you have a Shopify store, you should be looking at how do you transform your presence outside of social media into something that is as delectable and um, engaging as anything you'd be doing on someone else's platform. You know, so much of what you're talking about to me sounds like WeChat and what WeChat has done, but maybe not run by like a communist government. <laughs> yeah, for, for but, 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 um, you know, WeChat gives the API out to small businesses. And so they build their world inside of that. And then everywhere they go, they can use WeChat to interact with their favorite businesses yeah. and brands. And it's its own little micro network. Uh, and of course, they have their own. Um, special reasons for doing what they're doing, but um, yeah, but it really does sound like that. It's so smart. So where can we can we follow what what you're doing and what where Mighty Networks is going? Can you tell us just the, you know outside of Mighty Networks what other social places you're hanging out? Well, I spend a lot of my time on Mighty Networks, and specifically, we host two networks that are super fun. One is called Mighty Creators, so for musicians and artists and writers and muralists and everybody in between uh, to be able to find and build relationships with other artists um, and creators. 
than Mighty Host, which is more for entrepreneurs. Um, so people that are really looking at uh, less, hey, support me in the delivery of my art or music or games or, you know, you name it, but more I want to create a, uh, for example, a membership community that is at its core a structured course um, or things along those lines. So that's where we hang out. I spend the majority of my time there. Um, I really try very hard not to post on Facebook or on Twitter, certainly follow them, because I think that they fundamentally are not fantastic platforms for building the, the kind of meaningful relationships that I personally want to have in my life. Um, and that's really what we're doing with Mighty Networks and so far doing it pretty successfully. Um, you're walking the walk, baby. Walking the talk, I mean. Walking the talk. Um, and what about you? Are you speaking anywhere that anyone can come hear you? Um, is there anywhere where you guys are going to be sharing some of the insights that you're learning from the great work that you're doing? That's a great question that I have not actually ever been asked in a in a in an interview like this. Um, <laughs> I am actually in and had the benefit of participating in a in a documentary about entrepreneurship that's coming out. Um, I think it's on Friday uh, on on Amazon Prime, and so I would Fun. encourage you to check that out. Great. And any other um, events or anything that you guys are going to be at? Not anything on the very near term. I always look at December. I don't know if other listeners who are entrepreneurs do the same thing, which is for me, December is about kind of staying relatively close to home and planning out the new year to hit the ground running. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good strategy. Well, we have been chatting with Gina Bianchini, whose name I have not said wrong, which I am so proud of myself. Super impressive, actually. (laughs) As the founder and CEO of Mighty Networks and just really um, giving us a great education about how social networks work as human beings, and then also the business opportunities by creating a great tool with Mighty Networks. So definitely check out Mighty Networks and, and find out you know what network is right for you. And uh, also check out leanin.org and um, go to Mighty Networks to learn more about what they're doing. So interesting. Thank you so much, Gina, for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I feel like going off, I'm going to go onto the app right now and pick like 10 new networks. <laughs> Just pick a few. We don't, okay, I'll pick a few. You don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to run a marathon on the first day. All right, you bet. Maybe the Tech Cat will have a network too. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next week, hopefully with the, another uh, brilliant person like Gina. Have a good week. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 